The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is a Thursday inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco, and we are into day number two of Colts Week as Mickey Spagnola looks at his watch, and yes, sure enough, it says high noon. Mm. It's time for the start of another edition of Mix Shots. And a practice pretty soon. That's right. That's what you were looking at your watch for. You have have an alarm set on your watch for when practice starts? (laughs) It's later. They change it so many times. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. I'd have alarms going on. this winter schedule. Yeah, winter schedule. Uh Uh-huh. And so what time does practice start today? I believe 12.15. 12.15, same as yesterday. Yeah. They go a little longer today. They're going an hour and five minutes today. Oh. Well, so we might see a little bit of it. It was like an hour yesterday, yeah, I think. Yeah. It's an hour and, hour and a half, I think, today, because the locker room opens at 145, I think, today. So since we can't go out when everybody else gets invited out, yeah. is it okay if we go out then when we can go out? You just, whenever you would like to go out yeah. there, just don't tell anyone that you're watching practice. See, that, see I, I'm they in might a whole draw di- down on I'm us. in a whole different category. I'm not part of you guys. Uh-huh. I'm not part of the media guys, so I can just kind of. So you and Charles Haley go yeah, out there anytime well, you want. No, I'm not Charles. I'm not like so Charles. So you could just go walk out there in the middle of no, the field. No, that right? would be Charles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I am not quite there. I could sneak out, and then when I'm noticed, they would politely escort me off the field. Mm-hmm. But no, I can coach, definitely coach, sneak out there first. Coach Charles. Yeah, they won't catch me till about. I'm walking. Minutes. I'm. They they were just finishing yesterday, and I'm walking through the training table where. Everybody eats. And uh, I'm almost past it, and I hear somebody yell, Hey, shrimp! <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and I knew it was oh, him, Lord. right? I didn't even have to look. I didn't even turn around. I said, Charles, what do you want? And I was about 20 yards away from him, I think. You know, what a piece of work. See how much of a clo- uh, uh, closer a relationship yes. you have with those players from the 90s than and, today? Because Charles. you had great access to them. No, because he's not covering them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's not writing bad stuff about it's guards not, like, not being drafted and why waste time on a guard in the first round and talking about his rant, rants and things of that nature. I'm sure he ranted on a few of the players back in the 90s. I got a rant today. Uh-oh. Oh, you do? Uh oh. When, when would you like to rant? Would you like to rant now or it just, later? It just dawned on me. I'm Here we driving, go. driving we go. down Sam Ray. Here we go. Right? Which and is 121. 121. Can we pause for a second? Yes, we can. Pause. Thank you. Pause, Thank Mick. You. Pause Thank for you. just a moment. <laughs> 70 miles an hour. Continue. <laughs> and I passed this car, and some guy Continue. is having a fit who's driving. He's got both hands up in the air, waving, and his head's going back and forth and around, and he's <laughs> screaming, right? I'm assuming he's talking on his uh, phone, yeah. right? But both hands? <laughs> I, he's got the knee working. The why, don't, why don't people have to use both hands to talk on the phone? <laughs> he, that's no what one's seeing him. hands free. And if you would have seen... Uh. If you would have seen his head going, you would have thought it was some kind of movie. Some of these guys having a fit or something, you know. So was like he, he was, keeping the speed and was yeah. he staying in his lane? Oh yeah. See, yeah. See? It's hands free, so yeah. he was using his hands knees. free. He was using it. his knees. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was amazing. <laughs> there was a distraction to you. Yes, it was. Well, Wait, said, which lane was he in? Well, there's four, right? Was he in? So he would. If you start from the right, he was in lane two. I was mm-hmm. in lane three. I don't understand why he was such a nuisance to you. If he's going the speed limit, and he's not and he's coming out of his, his lane, because I saw this action in the car. <laughs> See, you you would be a danger to the community now because because I'm that, looking at him. You're looking at him, and now okay. you're being distracted, and you probably veered towards him a little bit. No, I'm sure. absolutely no, not. No, absolutely not. Okay. He had a self-drive. He was in a self-driving. Yeah, vehicle. maybe that was it. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh, the All right. Let's, is here. let's continue. <laughs> All right, and uh, I'm going to have a rant later yeah, in the I'm show. Gonna by say, the way, we're going to do this it, now. Just, or wait? No, we'll wait until later okay. in the show because right. uh, we need to hear what Mickey has to say about the 
injury report from yesterday. Injury update from yesterday. Um, Anthony Barr uh, was listed as limited, uh, and Mike McCarthy said in his press conference that he looked good. Uh, they just want to see how he returns today, uh, but they felt like uh, he did a really good job. So there's a chance that he's ready to go. Uh, J. Ron Curse and Demarcus Lawrence both limited. Curse mm -hmm. said in the locker room that, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. He returned, but he's probably got a harness on his shoulder. So a dislocated shoulder as opposed to a separated shoulder. You would rather have a dislocated shoulder so. than a separated yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I think that's you can you can relocate you can relocate, you relocate. Yes. You can relocate the shoulder, but a separated shoulder takes some time. You're right. Yeah. Like okay. a marriage. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you can be dislocated. Dislocated, but dislocated it relationship. Goes back in. <laughs> but if you're separated, then, right, then that's, that's going to take some you know, more time to out. heal. Yeah, that yeah. means you moved out. And yeah. then uh, two guys, you know, they had five days between the game and, and then practice. Uh, they had five day, basically five days off. Uh, and you would have thought all the illnesses would have gone away, but they haven't. Uh, Trayvon Diggs and Michael Gallup are the two next ones mm. to uh, not practice yesterday, and they are not practicing again today. They're probably telling them, no, they did tell them, stay home. Mm -hmm. don't, don't bring they're, that stuff they're in. They're participating virtually. Virtually, yes, in the meetings. How do you feel? You've been feeling anything? No. No? Me either. You, you just, I'm you've perfect now. You're perfect. Finally. It took me two yeah. weeks to get over it. Yeah. And good. yesterday was the first day I felt 100%. That's cool. I mean, literally, it can it can knock you out for a while. It, it's I mean, you can easy. feel it. You just feel it. You're you're not energized. And I mean, even just uh, studying, I mean, a little, you can sit in a... Your eyes get tired. I mean, yeah. You're just, yeah. You're just run down. Well... I'll tell my wife she's got another week to go. <laughs> <laughs> she said, so she's had it for a week. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, we're we're cool on my end. I just hadn't had anything. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. so, so I mean, I can understand how the players. I mean, now you, you're they expecting are in tip top them, shape, right? And yeah. You're, you're expecting them to play at at this level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I can understand missing hey, some games. Hey, man, go open the door. Go open the door, please. <laughs> Come on, man. No, it's Brad Shane. Come on. No, bring your butt on in here. Uh, he wants no. to move on. Oh, he got to yeah. use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We didn't mean to do your potty break. You. you might have had a potty break. Okay, Douglas, if you're listening, I'll be in here for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be in the room for what you wanted me. And I, and I saw your script. It's going to take you 10 seconds. I understand. You. I know that. What's up, Bradley? How you doing, Cobb? Brother, how you doing, man? I'm all right. The That's voice good. of the Cowboys, Brad Shan. Feeling great. Sure. Yeah, you're yep. feeling great. Yeah. Me? Ho, How do you feel? Ho, 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 ho. It's more than six feet. We're good. <laughs> you don't have a your headphones on, but uh, we just heard a ho, 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 ho from the voice of the Cowboys. What game was that from? <laughs> Producer Supreme? Yeah. yeah Hold on. Was, <laughs> probably back in the 90s. Yeah, probably. Ho, yeah. ho, ho, yeah, that's ho, ho. That's a 90s ho. Although that, that sounded kind of sarcastic. I have no idea. That could be that could be anything. <laughs> sounded like something went wrong. We probably scored like 10 touchdowns that day, and he was yeah, just giving presents be, out to everybody. Could be anything. Uh -huh. That's right. You know, one thing about Brad when he does the game, you don't you don't snow, you don't sugarcoat anything. I, 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 you know, yeah, I never have. You see so much of it, and you know you got babe sitting over there. You don't know. He's just trying to play off of you, and you know you're sitting there. And you're like you know, and the guy just broke through for a 50 yard touchdown, and here we go again. You're like okay, that's it. You know, I learned a long time ago. Bill knows this. Uh, when you do a uh, game for a network, radio, television, statewide, national doesn't matter. Then your listeners are not tuning in to hear that game. Or viewers, they're mm -hmm. not tuning in to hear that game. When you do a team's games, it really doesn't matter who's doing the game. They turned it on to hear the Cowboys, mm -hmm. and so why am I going to celebrate right. now? Sometimes the other team does something really spectacular, and just as an athletic achievement, it deserves to be recognized. Right. But I'm certainly not going to celebrate the other thing. My audience <laughs> is tuning in to hear how the Cowboys are doing, and so I can be I can be emotionally honest in that moment. And I have never 
disguised uh, how I feel. You know, I worked for three years with Eric Nadell doing Rangers radio. And I learn from him. I still learn from him every day. But one of the things that he does best that objectively I would say I wish I could do, but it, it, I guess it wouldn't be me, is you, Eric is right down the middle. You know when he's happy. Yeah. But you don't ever know when Eric is disgusted. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And trust me, because I sat in a booth with him for 162 <laughs> games for three years in a row. Hey, watching there are ra- t- and watching Rangers and watching baseball, Rangers baseball. Disgusting. And he and he. There are times when he's disgusted. Okay. When I'm disgusted, everybody yeah, knows it. You don't it. really hide it. I yeah. don't. I don't hide it very well. Must, I don't. Must be a trait coming from Chicago. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. So you know, we grew up watching a lot of bad football. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hide it very well. So, are you a, a White Sox fan? Like, I'm a, I, you know, I was raised. This is riveting for the Cowboys <laughs> podcast audience. <laughs> I was raised by Chicagoans, okay, who taught my brother and me to love Chicago teams. My very favorite teams were the 1959 White Sox. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a real unique personality, and then ownership changed, and they kind of lost their personality. And because of that, I, I became more of a more of a Cub fan. But I'm not one of the Cub fans who hates the White Sox. I root mm-hmm. for the White Sox when they're playing. I I um I, I'm a fan of I, Chicago. I think teams. I think Cubby was ho- was hoping that you were a Cubs fan. Right. No, oh. no, no, that is not true at That's all. not where the Cubby comes <laughs> from. Not so. where it comes from No, no, I'm a, I'm a Cub fan. I'm an unabashed Cub fan, but, but, I, but I don't dislike the White Sox. Okay. Most Cub fans hate the White Sox. Almost all White Sox fans hate the is Cubs. true, Spags? We had a That's divided true. neighborhood. <laughs> and producer Spring. Uh, I yeah. can't tell you how many days and hours we argued about who was best. Right. Who had the best ballpark? Who had the best manager? Yeah, on and on. And it's because on. It's, it's it's a little bit like Houston and Dallas. Yeah, uh, but a closer proximity. But well, the different the thing is that the like the White Sox fans are are just kind of uh, overcome with jealousy of all of the attention the Cubs get, even when they're horrible. Yes, okay? and they were horrible my whole childhood. <laughs> yeah, but they were still getting all the attention. Right. Okay, and the Cubs they don't really care. It's Dallas and Houston. Really? Houston fans are so worked up about anything Dallas, Mavericks, you know, Cowboys. They, and here, we just don't really care. We I really mean, don't. don't pay Am I right? No, I yeah. don't care what goes on down there. Sure. No. You know, you won an NBA championship. Isn't that great? Nice? <laughs> that was, that's cute. That's yeah. really nice yeah. that you did that. And the Astros are good. Uh, terrific. Yeah. Great, great. We're happy for you. Uh, the how, how the Texans doing? And then they go sit in a corner and suck their thumb. And we don't care. And what kills them the most is we don't care. Is that we don't care. We don't care. We Last just... time they went to the playoffs. Texans. Right, the Texans and the Cowboys were done, and their their website tweeted out <laughs> a picture of an empty AT and T stadium, going, "Ah, oh, too bad." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going. This team's been going to the right. playoffs all these years, right? right? And you go one time. They've been right? holding that in their back pocket. Right. I don't know and how. This year they're going to have the number one overall pick. It looks. And like. And they just don't. They haven't found a way to live with our complete disregard for – and we don't know that they're there. It's almost <laughs> like they're figuratively underfoot, right? Yeah, kind of. Just, just they're always sh- down there. Yeah. Oh, what did I step in? Let me just wipe this off. <laughs> oh, it's Houston. Yeah, oh, it's Houston. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I feel that way, but that's how kind of Dallas – That's kind of fa- – yeah. And, and, and in Houston, they hate that. Um, and White Sox and Cubs mm-hmm. – I, I submit mm-hmm. that there's a similar relationship between – look, didn't you – I hate to bring this up. Did, were you not on one or two of those 5-11 and 11 teams with Dave uh, Campo, or were you gone by then? I was on oh, the 1-15. Okay. That's all you know, I know that. I know that. that. And then I was on Tom's 3-8, three 3-13. and, eight, three and, 13. Three and 13. Which, by the way, is the worst team I've ever seen <laughs> for the Cowboys. No, no. We were – no, 89 was bad. 88, we actually kind of fought a little bit. But – 
a lot of it was with each other. And <laughs> that's, that's true. Okay. My hands, my hands yeah. were full. Yeah, 89, 89, everything was shuffling through. Y'all were introducing Including yourselves Everson. to each other. Right. Yes. Shuffle yes. me right on right. out. Yes. I mean, there was no way. The way the whole 89 season was conducted, it, it was not with a plan for it to be that chaotic in the moment, but it was part of a plan. Mm-hmm. And and It was a development stage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was the revolving door. <laughs> well, I mean, they were they were turning things. Tom Tom had no idea when the '88 season began that that team was going to perform like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the new three year plan. Right, and that's a whole other movie that I don't have time to get into right now. But one, more, one more thing before uh, uh, yeah. you have to go do whatever you're going to do. The one line thing, thing the ten seconds. The ten second thing. Yeah. What is your biggest concern? This week for this team against this team, the Colts. Um, their defense is pretty good, uh, and and I, so I think I, I don't think the team that's out there practicing right now is going to not take them seriously. Mm-hmm. But th- they've got a few injuries that it's that time of year now. Guys are going to play with injuries that would have the rest of us in the hospital. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, you know, you got to keep an eye on that. Um, you know, the, the, the running game, yeah. uh, the, yep. it, that's going to be a concern every yep. week. That's true. Every week. Uh, and they may do what they did to the Giants. And the key to it, I think, is to have the offense really get going so that their defense has to pass. Always. They can't, they can't just run their way back in. But uh, I think – from the football team's standpoint, uh, I would say um, keep, having the right bodies healthy, keeping everybody healthy, and then, um, you know, their defense is pretty good. It's going to be a challenge. We have, we have depth. I think that's what's going to happen. We do. I'm, I am astonished by these numbers of what the offense has done in the last four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. I really didn't realize that it was going that good. Yeah. That is something that can really stand up, uh, especially if the defense keeps playing I was, the way it is. I, 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 we talked about yesterday how no one's talking about Cooper anymore. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I mean, Cooper's the, the teammate that he's always been, ready to to. And go he did. He did what they asked him to yeah, do. He, he was did. great. He did. You know that. Here's the thing. Uh, these games are all. Babe likes to say there's ways to win all these games, which means there's ways to lose them all. <laughs> but if on on paper these are three winnable games, and if they do that, they are then the NFL equivalent of bowl eligible. Because then they're they're at eleven games, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think with eleven, I don't think with ten, the way the NFC is this year. But when you get to eleven, I don't think mathematically anybody can come catch you. Right. Yeah. So you have to get in, and those last three are going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So they really got to keep their foot down. I think they will. But the Indy defense gets my attention. And you know they're going to be like every team that gets off the bus to play the Cowboys. They're going to get That's off something running, running the yep. football, too. And they're going to try to prove something. Sure. Yeah. Sunday yeah. night, we'll, we'll get better in front of the whole country. That's right. There Everybody's going to see what we can do, as they're talking about the Colts. Nice to see you, boys. So turn right. down the TV All right. sound. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Mix shots. I, I want you to finish your read with ho, ho, ho. Right. It's not on the script. I will go. because Douglas will edit it right out. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey will have a practice report, and uh, he'll have a report on the stretching cowboys in just a moment here stretching on Mix Shots. Stretching cowboys. Uh-huh. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) 
Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back, back, to mixed shots. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, and it's in all caps, 214-225-4860, kpostroofing.com. No, kpostcompany.com. I refuse to say the W, 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 W. Sounds like I need to take that back over. <laughs> Let me see that read for a second. You got a W, W, W. This is Thursday? No, where no, is it? Okay, post at the post. top. It's every, every day. Every day. Kpostcompany.com. Dot com. There you go. 214. W, W, W. 225-4860. Let me see if I like Thursday's read. Otherwise, I'll give it to. What is it? Ah, the holiday camps. All right, that's so. so You you think your voice brings joy? That's right. Holiday, Uh right? That 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 ranty voice joy to (laughs) mix shots. All right, what you see on the practice field? I saw Tyron Smith come back out, Mm -hmm. do his. Resistant cord work. And all pads. This day, it looks like he's got all pads. All pads. And we they are in pads today. By the we way. announced yesterday that uh, the plan is for him to be back for Philadelphia. That's our plan for him. It's not their plan for him. It's our plan for him. <laughs> and right? the other one, we, we didn't get into James Washington practice yesterday, and uh, he did. Mike McCarthy uh, said that he did more than they anticipated, so they were going to cut back a little bit today just to make sure they don't overdo it right from the start, but that uh, he showed uh, that he is a strong wide receiver, mm-hmm. and we knew that by yeah. the way he's built, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he and he was very happy with himself after the, the practice. Felt How like tall he is did he? Good. They got him listed at 5'11", but I think he's taller than you that. You think so? I don't think so. He looks like I think it's five eleven is probably true. Probably right. Mm-hmm. I can look up his combine numbers as far as his height goes. You give me a little bit well, of time. What, what about how about Terrell chest? Basham? Basham. Uh, he did not get picked up he on cleared. waivers yesterday. Yeah, he cleared five eleven two sixteen. They got him listed at. Dang two sixteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's thick. Yeah, uh-huh. that's he's thick. got for some five thickness 11. about five eleven. Well, he's got shoulders. Yeah, I mean, but golly, he got more than shoulders. For a guy that's speedy, two fifteen. Yeah, wow. So, uh, man, and, and I can't wait to see they him were, get on the they, field. They were really happy for what they saw in him. You know what? I just saw something I don't think I've seen before. Leighton Vander Esch was kind of playing catch with George Edwards, the linebackers coach. And then he was standing at the 20-yard line, and he took the ball, and he spin it. You know how guys put it, and it spun? Mm -hmm. And while it was spinning, he kicked it. And he almost made a 30-yard field goal. (laughs) It almost made that far. I I don't think I've ever seen that before. Like, you spin the ball, 
no one's holding it, and, and you go and just kick it. Do you think he was the kicker on his eight-man football I team? I bet he was anything Everything they needed. <laughs> Whatever they needed in high school, he did it. I forgot we had another six-man on, on the team. Well, not another, but Dan Campbell. We ran it about Dan Campbell and yeah. how huge he looked out there with his squad in high school. I would imagine Van Der Esch is just not as overwhelming, but – Played, That's a big man. Played basketball. Playing six man football. Played everything. Basketball. He played basketball. His dad was telling me a story about. He, he said he was coaching the basketball team or something, and um, he he talked about how when they just needed something, they gave it to Layton. Right. Yeah. If we needed free throws, yeah, send him to the line. Well, I heard that uh, he his select team from Idaho. Is that where he's from? Uh, yes. Yes. And they would go to California, and they said they'd run the basketball table. or basketball, baseball, and, they would, and I'm sure he pitched they or would played the shortstop table. too. They would run the table in basketball. Yeah. yeah. And they said he averaged close to 30 points a game. Yep. So that's that's a good athlete there. State titles in football and basketball as a junior and senior at Salmon River High School in Riggins, Idaho. Eight man football, quarterback and linebacker. Five man basketball. It was five-man basketball. <laughs> and it wasn't half-court. The girls, uh, the, like the, six and six or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's quite an athlete. No, nah, I heard he was a stud in high school. James, the, James Washington at the Combine measured 5'11.0. Exactly. Five feet, 11 inches tall, 213 pounds. Ran a 4'5'4'40. I thought he'd be faster. Mm-hmm. You know, those clocks are really... Tough at the combines. It's like they speed them up or something, because you never you never run the time that you right you think you ran. You know he was pretty funny. He said you know he got so tired of watching and seeing all the young guys out there, and he goes, I was starting to feel like I was old. And it's like old. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 26, and it's oh, like yeah, Lord. right. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 26. Like that validated everything. And, and I looked up. This is the most games he has missed in his entire career. Uh, I looked up his four years at Pittsburgh, and he missed four games. Mm. And I don't know if that was not el- – or they decided not to play him or whatever. And no more than two in a season. Uh, but he was playing 15 of 16 games mm-hmm. every year until this injury. So – uh, I, I am very curious. If he comes on, you know, I know that's, you know, highly unlikely he goes out there and just everything just falls into place. But if he does do well, reasonably well, how does that look in regards to this uh, Beckham sweepstake? Right. I, I, I just don't think they're they're desperate to sign him. I think it's like, okay, I got a nice ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the cherry on top. But I don't need it. Uh, and those guys asked me today, and they asked me my thoughts on it. I said, I'm kind of ambivalent. It's like, yeah, if you get them, you get them. If you don't, it's not like the end of the world. Right. Uh, you know, I would imagine the Giants think differently about their wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I, you know, Buffalo, they got a couple good wide receivers, right? A couple. At Who's least. the other guy other than Diggs? Um, Number 13. That's the guy that scores all the touchdowns over 80 yards. Is yeah. it Davis? Yes. His name is Gabe Davis, I believe is his mm-hmm. name. Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis is the man, number 13. They're probably He's, still trying to replace Beasley, right? <laughs> I don't know. They hadn't needed him here lately. But I would imagine Beckham would be a nice replacement for Beasley. Yeah. Because uh, at this time, their third receiver is not that experienced at all. Isaiah McKenzie? Is that who it is? Mm-hmm. Probably. And why do you have that in your book? I just have it. Because this is the, my, the study that I do all year long. But Mickey. why Buffalo? <laughs> because they're, they were the pick to win the whole thing. Oh, mm-hmm. so you got, you got to measure the Cowboys against you got their the best. Got That's their right. I got it right here. Yep. And how did you find it so quickly? 
because it's in my notebook. But how did you know where it was? Because it's <laughs> it's in order. It's on the Buffalo page. The <laughs> alphabetical <laughs> page. Buffalo yes. page. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Buffalo page. Uh-huh. Right, right because after, he's a professional right after, broadcaster. Right That's after right. Baltimore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask. I said, why do the Cowboys have this? All these illnesses. Does anybody else have any? Well, Indianapolis has two guys out. Uh, well, actually, one guy out with an illness. Kiki Kute. Kuti, Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, did not because of illness. And then they had another guy, Kylan Grayson, illness, but he practiced fully. Um, so I guess it's going around the whole well, country. Well, I think the, didn't, didn't the Giants have a few out when we played? Yes, yes they, they did. So. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. They were struggling, I think, on their offensive line, if I remember That's correctly. That's very true. So anyway, there's your uh, kind of they had injuries the on their offensive injury line. update. And hopefully they keep the illness out of the locker room. Keep it out of this uh, studio. Yes, absolutely. The SWBC podcast studio. <laughs> All right. So Brad said his biggest concern was their defense, the Colts' defense. They're ranked sixth mm-hmm. um, overall. Overall, and they really, um, when I looked up, they weren't giving up that many points either. I don't remember if we talked about it yesterday. We touched on it yesterday a little bit. Yeah, I think I pointed it out that they only had like maybe two games more than 24 points. They gave up 26 to New England and 27 to Jacksonville. And the New England game was the Ellinger game where he was sacked nine times, 26 to three loss. Right. And that spelled the end of the Frank Reich era of Indianapolis Colts football. Well, they've given up. 43 sacks. Ellinger, 11, and Matt Ryan, 32. That's that's pretty heavy. And it's what you expect from an old quarterback. Right? Just the way it Just is. Not, and I saw this with, note. With limited uh, receivers. I saw this note. Uh, the Cowboys in back-to-back games have not given up a sack. And they have not done that in three consecutive games since 94. Hmm. Not given up a sack. And that's all. That that's what credit goes all the way around. Mm-hmm. Guys offensive getting, line. The offensive line. Guys getting open. Getting open. Quarterback reading it right, right. And getting rid of it when he's supposed to. Right. Yeah. All right, here's my concern. Is Indianapolis. Just Indianapolis. Coming, coming off a mini bye week. And uh, playing not only Indianapolis, but then Houston, then Jacksonville. What do you mean, a mini bye week? Meaning you played Thanksgiving played, and you yeah. were off over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you mean the Cowboys? The Cowboys. I thought you meant No, I'm meaning, meaning the opponent is oh, okay. the, the fact that it's Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is not having a good season. They brought in a coach from the broadcast booth, basically, to be their head coach three weeks ago. And the Cowboys just coming off a three-game and 12-day stretch and playing very well Thanksgiving week over the Vikings and the Giants. But now you take a deep breath, and now, okay, you look at the schedule and you go, you know what, we should be able to handle these teams. the table. Lackadaisical. Uh-huh. Like what I said the first day of the week here, or after the Colts game on Monday night, I came in and, and said, 11-3, and three. we're going to Philly, we're playing Philly and Christmas Eve, 11-3. and three. It's thing, You're not deal. in the locker room. All right, so the, uh, Mike McCarthy at his press conference today yes. talked about Practice yesterday wasn't quite uh, up to the standard. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, I remember well, coming. Like... Off, I remember coming off the bye. I asked him coming out of the bye week. Um, is it uh, how difficult is it coming out of the bye week? You, you know, you got your team back from spring break and uh, get them refocused. And he said it's a real. It can be a real issue. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So now they they came off of. Basically five days off, and now you got to okay restart the engine now. So you know that's are, that's my you know concern. How hard for us to start the engine sometimes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we yeah. get into that. Well, mode. think about it when you when you go on vacation, and then you got to come back and to work that on Monday. Monday and yeah, you're like, it's like, uh, oh, oh <laughs> what are we doing? Well, you're, uh-huh. the vacation the vacation is supposed to give you renewed energy. Yeah. That's what it's supposed I remember, to do. I remember when 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 we were in training camp, um, and we had several interns, college kids. 
and they would cowboys would play like a friday or saturday and you know sunday was off and we get back on monday and i'd have to read them the riot act it's like okay time to get back to work now mm-hmm. we ain't we ain't off anymore right and it, it took a while to get everybody in tune to what we needed to do so i i, I could see that happening but they got to protect against it obviously that and jonathan taylor all right, keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, I'm gonna, you look like you got something I'm, to say. You're going to look you up what they've find, done after buys. Well, but he can't find it as well because oh, it's not where in his notebook. Where did it go? It's where not did in his it notebook. Go? That's what year me. was it? Oh, it was that year. Okay, 2018 at Indianapolis, the 23 to nothing game. Yeah, that was not. I had to refresh my memory. That was not the week after Thanksgiving. It was two weeks after Thanksgiving. So they were back in. So the Cowboys had played Philadelphia the week before and won 29-23, then went to Indianapolis and got shut out 23 to nothing. The Cowboys had won five straight games and um, then went to Indianapolis and laid an egg 23 to nothing. Well, yeah, when you look at who takes over the, the team, the intensity that they had, they still have. The games are still manageable. They're still close enough to where they could have won it with one play here, one play there. Uh, It didn't change what they were able to do, but they did not lose any intensity or productivity as a team. They still kept it at status quo. And that's kind of tough to do when you lose a a very good head coach in Frank. And then when you bring on an amateur in Jeff, and then all of a sudden you expect them to be worse. But they weren't. They seemed to be maintaining Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, I don't want to give Jeff too much credit, but that's something that you have to give the team credit for. Is like, okay, we're not just saying, okay, the season's over. They're actually still playing very hard football. All right. You know what? I yes. thought I'd check this out. So the Eagles played Houston on November 3rd, won 29-17, and then they must have had their bye because they didn't play again until November 14th. Okay. Lost to Washington, 32-21. Coming off their bye. Bye or many. It might, might have been a Thursday game. I can't remember. Yeah. What was the date of it? Uh, November 3rd to November 14th. It was okay. a night game on the 3rd. It would have been a Thursday game. That was a Thursday game. All right, and then it was a night game again on the when they played Washington. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's see. Before so they coming played, off a mini buy, and what they do again? They got beat by okay. Washington. There you go. Twenty-one. All right. And before they play the Cowboys, now they're playing on the 18th, so it's Sunday to Saturday. Okay. All right. We continue with more mix shots, and I've got a rant when we come back here in just a moment. Oh, I can't wait. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. 
Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys holiday youth camps presented by Invisalign. Registration for one-day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy and use code Xmas twenty five to get twenty five dollars off there. Xmas. Xmas. That's right. All right, uh, Mickey. Did you see Terrence Steele at practice? I let me answer that question for you. You did not. I did not. You did not. <laughs> and I didn't look for him either. Cowboys right tackle Terrence Steele is not at practice today. He's sick. And, of course, uh, Trayvon Diggs and Michael Gallup missed yesterday, missing again today. And so we're going to assume that Terrence Steele, or do you know more than that? No. Okay. And do whoever did that give you the bottom line on why they put that out? Like no. he could have been late to practice? He's sick. Michael Gelkin tweet. Yeah. Cowboys right tackle Terrence Steele is not at practice today. Because? Does not say. Coach Mike McCarthy hinted that illness is impacting others, not just cornerback Trayvon Diggs and wide receiver Michael Gallup, who are missing practice for a second straight day. Injury report to come this afternoon. Oh, okay. So we don't get so to the bottom know. line. We That's just right. get it out there. We're just when the during the open portion of practice, Terrence Steele was not out there. Okay. So there you go. I'm hmm. I'm guessing he's, he's got to be just a got sickness. the bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. That's what happens these days. So, William. Yes. You got something you want to say. (laughs) All right. It came out today, and this does impact the NFL and the NFL draft process, by the way. It came out today that the college football playoff will start in 2024. Which is a great thing. It's a 12-team playoff. The Rose Bowl relented. They've agreed to it. And we're all good. We've got a 12-team college football playoff that's going to start in 2024. When does it start, William? Here's the problem with (laughs) you. Now, wait. 2024 season. 2024-25 school year. Yes. So two years from now. Mm -hmm. Okay? we got to wait another two years for it. But it's going to happen in 2024. They also reported the calendar for this 12-team playoff, which would be four rounds of games. Okay, you got the top four teams in the country that will get first round by. So you got eight other teams that are playing each other, and it will be Saturday, December 21st is the first round of games, followed on New Year's Day by the quarterfinal games. And then you'll have the semifinal games ten to, a week to 10 days after that, whatever the calendar says. And then the national championship game on January 20th. Wow. Here's my rant. Why in the world <laughs> are you starting this December 21st and running it through January 20th? Start the thing this weekend. Well, in that calendar year, when is this weekend? Well, I haven't looked at that calendar. Oh. Well, let's just use, let's just use this year as an example. Okay. 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 Right. And let's say it started this year, and Christmas Day is December twenty fifth. So the first round of games would be December seventeenth. Okay. Okay. All right. My point is, get rid of these conference championship games. They mean nothing, especially if you're going to expand the playoffs to twelve teams. These teams are getting in anyway. And so start your you play your first round games the first Saturday in December, second Saturday in December, you play the quarterfinals. The losers of those games can go to a bowl game and then New Year's Day you play your semifinals. You're back on the the, the calendar that you have right now. The issue with it is you've got teams that are going to wrap up their season Thanksgiving weekend. Okay? A 12 game season. 
And then they're going to start another four-game season on December 21st, a month later. And these are players who aren't getting paid. And you're asking them, okay, now over your Christmas break, all in on into next semester, okay, January 20th, you're playing four more games here. It's so, absolutely ridiculous. At this point, you've got players opting out of bowl games. Right. And and so and with this transfer portal, okay, let's say you're a third string guy for Ohio State, okay? And your team just you're in the playoff, but you got to make a decision that okay, I'm going in the transfer portal. But I'm I'm not even playing for Ohio State. Why do I stick around until January 20th right. and I can't That's start my, my new semester at my new school? And I mean, it's just nonsense. But also, you can look at the point where some guys are opting out. So then that third string guy who maybe not be in the transport portal, he might have a chance to he play. He might be, have a chance to play. All right, here's the thing when it comes to the NFL. Now you've got the, the semifinals being played January 10th, 12th, whatever it is. Championship game January 20th. All right, when's the Senior Bowl? January 27th, basically. <laughs> okay? And so you're, you're going to expect those seniors – to go immediately go to the senior bowl, then you need rest and recovery, whatever. You, you expect them now to start training for the combine, which is a month later when your season just ended on January 20th. you got to re- recover from your season. You just played a 16-game season. What is, the, what is the last date for the national championship? Last year, what was the date? January 10th. That was it? Yeah. It only went to the 10th? Right. So now we're talking about going even further. Another 10 days later. Wow. And you're playing you're – playing uh, three to four games over that December 20th to January 20th time frame. But you will have fewer players opting out, don't you think? Because it's not a bowl game. It's the national championship. Yep, you're in. Yep, you're so in. So you're going to have a that. lot of guys. They're going to stick around. They're not going to be going off and saying, okay, I'm done with right, the bowl. Right, well, I yeah. still got a shot at it. Yeah. But this will right. increase the other guys that aren't in the playoffs to say, adios, I'm not going to that bowl That's game. That's right. They already do that. Yeah, I know they right, do yeah, it, exactly. but, but it'll be more when there's nothing tangible out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, are they playing the first three rounds at home? Or? There are, the first round is played at a home stadium. Now, okay. they, the, the whole seed higher-seeded team, they have the choice of also, if, for instance, if you're Ohio State and in December 20th, a home game, I mean, you could find a stadium that's indoors near you. If they wanted to play in Indianapolis, they can play in Indianapolis if they wanted to, you know. Right. But otherwise, it's home. It's a, it's a home game. And then it's new, it's bowl games on New Year's Day. Neutral, the second round. And uh, the bowls, those bowls have already been determined, yeah, for the quarterfinals. Yeah. And then the semifinals. Semifinals are in bowls. Uh, Cotton Bowl hosts uh, the first semifinal. And then the championship at a – it's site. actually, I can't remember what it is. They've already determined the size. Or does it have to be a bowl? Can they? No. So it, if you it, have, no. A, if you have got teams going to the national, to the championship, to the playoffs, then the bowl selections are going to be very. I mean, they're going to change. They're going to be so fluid, aren't they? Because you know, you might have a team that you want to play in a bowl game, but. They might. They might be in the. In They're the, not going to let the Bulls have like two games. Our bowl game and a playoff. That's game? what I'm no, saying. No, no. You're, you're. You're. That is your bowl game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. In this. Uh, in this Atlanta. arrangement. Atlanta. It's Atlanta in, in 2024. 25. So it's, yeah. so it's college football playoff selection. Atlanta for 2025 national championship. And then what is the? And then the next year, 2025. Uh, that is 2025. 2026 20, 20, is South Florida. Yeah, meaning the 25-26 season. Yes. All right, so at least it's either indoors at, or at a warm-weather site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just nonsense. You're starting your you preseason workout. You're, these college, unpaid college players are starting their preseason practices uh, when NFL training camps open, basically, August 1st. And there, you expect them to play all the way to the Super Bowl, basically January twentieth. Yeah. Do you, do you think they'd move the Senior Bowl now to after the Super Bowl? They might. You know. And move the combine back too. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know, but but hmm. it's just nonsense. When when you can very easily 
keep the same calendar that you have right now and play your first two rounds, first two uh, weeks in December, and then and then do the bowl games for the semifinals. Just See, like yeah, the conference now. championship games. Oh will confuse things. I was going to say, do you want bowl games or do you want conference championship games? Yeah, but don't you think that if you're a conference, they'll make it where, um, and I don't, know if they, I don't know if they have or not, a conference winner automatically makes the playoff? Right, they do. So there you go. That's why you have to have those conference You don't games. have to have the conference championship games. You can win a conference championship in the, the regular season. I mean, no, but like, well, hold on a second, Bill. That's wrong. Because TCU, if they, if, if they win, obviously they win the Big 12. But if Kansas State wins, they'll have two losses, and they will win the, the Big 12 championship. So well, you they, have they are in the current arrangement. But, but, it, but, but just if you just that. take the regular season, the TCU has won the regular season championship. Yeah, but you, they beat Kansas State. But but how you do at the SEC with what they got sixteen teams up right. there? That, that's so, why that's why you have a twelve team tournament where you got the at large teams, the teams that don't win the conference in the regular season, or if you have two teams that won the conference, they're both getting into the playoff. It, these if you go look at the history of these conference championship games, they typically they are blowout games. And look at this week. You got TCU playing Kansas State. Okay. If you took the 12 team playoff, both those teams are going into the playoff right now. Okay. They don't have to play each other, they're in the playoff. Yeah, but TCU, their right. seed would be affected if they lost. If, they, if they lost. But yeah. okay, so go have them play the. They get the they earn the first round by from their unbeaten regular season. So then they would just be right. placed in the playoffs, right? As a so number and then, three seed, and then conferences would be like, okay, we got one in, but if they if they lose, then we get another one in. Mm-hmm. There might be some shenanigans going on. Right, the other thing you do if you want to keep the conference championship games, play them Thanksgiving weekend. I just think you do away with them. I, I think so too. But if you are bound and determined, and you've got money invested or mm-hmm. money you're making off of it, play them Thanksgiving weekend, and then start your playoff the first weekend in December. Cut it down from a 12 game regular season to an 11 Back game to regular 11. season. Well, you know what's right. really sorry is the reason probably they're playing it the next weekend, Bill. Is because you have that one game in two weeks that you have to play by itself. Only team plays that weekend. Army Navy. Army Navy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Army Navy needs to do I'm what the Rose just, Bowl did. I'm well, then they need to say Army Navy needs to do what the Rose Bowl did and, and start and, and relent and agree to it. They just I'm, need, just, I'm just saying. That's right. just, just play that game in October. Uh, uh, that's right. Exactly. 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 Like we, and they Force can play does, it at AT&T right? Stadium. We'll make it, we'll open up AT&T oh, Stadium man. for you. All right. Lowe's Fieldhouse. Yeah. And, and the other thing about just play the conference championship games on Thanksgiving weekend. If you ever look at outside of Ohio State, Michigan, which is a huge rivalry game, what the football college football stadiums look like when they host a regular season game Thanksgiving weekend, they are deserted wow. because there's no kids on campus. <laughs> The, the TV doesn't show the the shots of the of the crowd, but the crowds are non-existent. Mm. There was ninety three thousand people at A and M. Yeah, but I saw the Texas Tech game. You're right. The Texas right. Tech game. There was there nobody yeah. there. Right. Exactly. Well, that All right. speaks well for the Aggies. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's a rivalry. That's their rivalry game. That's LSU. Right. LSU. That's right. All right, that does it for Mick Shots, and we will chat at you again tomorrow. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?